talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? <gasps> Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Source One Michiana and Roaring Light Radio. Welcome to Roaring Light. Your daily dose of Michiana community news and independent Christian artist music to get you going through the day. Roaring Light hosts are myself, Olivia Keith Hughes, Sylvia Stark, Rachel Kleckner, Pastor Joel Irvin, and Ron Barash. The Public News Service Daily Newscast, October the 18th, 2022. I'm Mike Clifford. School districts nationwide are struggling to meet student needs with a teacher shortage made worse by COVID. The Illinois State Board of Education reports there were more than 5,200 teacher and support personnel vacancies as of October 1st. Economists point to the gap between what teachers are paid compared with their peers with similar education. Economic Policy Institute research says in 1979, teachers made 7% less than those peers, but this year that pay gap has grown to 23%, a record high. Citing 300,000 public education vacancies nationwide, EPI President Heidi Shearholz says the issue boils down to two factors. What's happening is that it's becoming more and more difficult to find teachers and other education personnel who will take those jobs under current working conditions and at current wages. According to the National Education Association, Illinois teacher pay ranked relatively high at 12th in the nation in the last school year, but since 2011, that pay has declined by more than 9% in constant dollar terms. Brett Pivato reporting. One Colorado credit union is putting its community investment dollars into helping children's mental health. Eric Galatis has more. Children's Hospital Colorado has increased its mental health inpatient, outpatient, and day services by more than 50% to address what it calls a state of emergency among children and teenagers, thanks in part to a nearly $2 million investment by Ent Credit Union. Molly Bell with Ent says suicide is the leading cause of death for Colorado kids and teens, surpassing car accidents and cancer. We need some focused support from our community to get to the root cause And I think the most expedient way to do so was through Children's Hospital with their focus on pediatric mental health. Ent has committed resources over the next three years to bring mental health services to more regions across Colorado, support research on mental health disorders in children, and support special events to strengthen communities. If you or anyone you know is considering suicide, dial 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. And it was the Washington Post that broke this story. Former President Trump's company charged the Secret Service as much as five times more than the government rate for agents to stay overnight at Trump hotels while protecting him and his family. That's according to expense reports duly obtained by the Congress. The Post reports the records show that in 40 cases, the Trump Organization billed the Secret Service far higher amounts than the approved government rate. The records contradict the repeated claims by Eric Trump, the president's son and Trump Organization Executive VP, that the family's company often gave the Secret Service agents the hotel rooms at cost or sometimes for free. This is PNS. No shocker here, but gas prices have soared in recent months, and in California, local officials are speaking out in support 
of a windfall tax on companies that engage in price gouging. Governor Gavin Newsom has called a special legislative session on the topic on December 5th. Eduardo Martinez is vice mayor of the city of Richmond, home to a Chevron refinery. He says he supports a windfall tax and a drilling tax similar to one charged by the state of Alaska. It's apparent that this situation is the consequence of five big oil refiners in California who make 97% of the gasoline, controlling the supply to artificially drive up prices. A windfall profits tax solution that takes excessive profits out of the hands of oil corporations and puts money back into the hands of consumers surely deserves a special session. In a recent blog post, the Independent Petroleum Association of America wrote that the price is determined by supply and demand. I'm Suzanne Potter. The average price in California this week stands at $6.05 a gallon. Broadband internet has become a necessity for Americans to stay connected, but almost one million folks in Michigan don't have access or face significant barriers to high-speed service. The Communication Workers of America and Microsoft recently launched Get Connected, an initiative to boost enrollment in the Affordable Connectivity Program, providing monthly discounts for eligible customers. The program's cross-country tour will be in Detroit Friday to host a resource fair. Misty Robertson, the CWA's broadband director, says the program subsidizes Internet service for families with limited resources. The Affordable Connectivity Program, which helps folks that are on things like WIC, Social Security Disability, getting Pell Grants, living in a housing authority, or collecting SNAP benefits with their internet cost. Mark Richardson reporting. Finally, Mary Sherman tells us a strong future for Missouri depends on ensuring its youngest residents grow up healthy and resilient. The percentage of low birth weight babies in the state rose from 28% in 2017 to 31% in 2020, according to the latest Kids Count data. At the Community Partnership of the Ozarks, President and CEO Janet Dankert says it's among the issues they're working to address through their home visitation programs. Home visitation reaches families where they are. It gets to the environment. It gets to education around best practices and family and child development. So we feel like that is one area that we can impact infant mortality because we're going into the home on a regular basis, even prenatally. Assessments help tailor programming to a family's specific needs, including resources related to safe sleep, nutrition, and parenting. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. You can hear us on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Roaring Light, your Christian community news and indie artist music podcast. Yesterday, Michiana saw its first snow and winter weather advisories for this winter season. Luckily, the weather heat will improve. Be aware in case I goofed yesterday that the Canadian Pacific holiday train will roll through Michiana on December 2nd very early in the morning. More details soon on Michiana Music Radio, our sister station. Well, let's get straight to business, shall we? Lakeshore flood advisory remains in effect until 2 a.m. EDT Wednesday. What minor beach erosion and lakeshore flooding? Where in Indiana, northern LaPorte County, in Michigan, northern Berrien and southern Berrien counties, when until 2 a.m. EDT Wednesday, impacts parking lots and roads along the immediate lakeshore will experience minor flooding. Minor erosion of beaches and sand dunes is expected. Precautionary preparedness actions A lakeshore flood advisory indicates that onshore winds will generate flooding of low areas along the lakeshore. Some minor beach and dune erosion is also likely. Tuesday showers, high near 41. Northwest wind 15 to 20 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 100%. New precipitation amounts between a quarter and half of an inch possible. Tuesday night showers, low around 38. Northwest wind around 20 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 35 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 80%. New precipitation amounts between a tenth and quarter of an inch possible. Wednesday showers likely, mainly before 8 a.m. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 46. West wind around 15 miles per hour, with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Who am I that you would love me? Who am I that you would call me all the same? Who am I that you could see me? Love me anyway. Yeah, you love me anyway. From the little you may bust, you bring beauty out of 
Crashing down, breaking pretenses There's no faking now, nowhere left to hide Standing exposed, hearing your presence Clearing my thoughts, lost in your essence Heart is shaking now, changing from the inside And I am ever longing for your touch and it's hard to believe that you love me so much You're alive, you're living in me, hold me inside Bringing me from death to life And making all things new, yeah and Changed. I give you the glory, no longer a slave You changed my story, I can't go back Even if I try So when I feel undone, darkness surrounds me I know where to run, because you have found me I know I am saved, sheltered by the most high
and making all things new. You're alive, you're living in me, hold me inside, bringing me from death to life and making all things new. Yeah, you're making all. For a new place to get some treats or desserts, you can head over to Lee Macaroon, located at 503 South Main Street in downtown Elkhart. While you're downtown Elkhart, you can check out some of the other local small businesses. Hope you enjoy or get a chance to head over and support Lay Macaroons. Take care and have a wonderful day. Here is another up lip up. Lifting post from Finding Joy. You know all these resolutions that you're potentially making on January 1st? What happens if you decide to implement them today? What happens if you decide that fear or circumstances don't need to define your potential? How far could you get ahead by daring to reclaim and live the purpose the fourth quarter of this year? What happens if you wait? You'll never get these months back. My challenge, let's end the year strong. One thing one mindset shift, one finding joy moment together. Rachel. Here is a quote she has under that. Strong. What if you decided to finish the year strong? To not put off until next year the things you need to do today. You start ahead instead of behind. What if today was the first day of awesome? And that is from Rachel Marie Martin. From her book, The Brave Art of Motherhood. Take care. Do you have any youth? that are looking to do something fun? Well, you can join Project 287, and this is presented by the South Side Council. And their goal is to empower the South, South Side youth together. This program will begin on Monday, November 7th, with registration week. will start Monday, October 7th, running through October 21st from 5 to 7 p.m. on Monday, October 17th. For registration week, it will be gaming and hot dogs. Tuesday the 18th, it will be taco Tuesday trivia. Wednesday, canvas and sandwiches. Thursday, walk and talk on TikTok. And Friday, movie time with free popcorn. You can register for this event at www.thevillagecommunitycenter.org. The registration is free. The program is approximately $15 per school year. And there are scholarships available. And this will take place at the Roosevelt Center Gym which is also the Village Empowerment Center, located at 215 East Indiana Avenue in Alcart, Indiana. If you know any youth that would benefit from this, please have them sign up and attend Registration Week at the Roosevelt Center, or they can register online at www.thevillagecommunitycenter.org. Take care. The Elkhart Salvation Army will begin Christmas assistance for the year 2022 in a few short weeks. Here is a need to know about that. All applicants will need to be done online. The applications will open October 21st through November 4th. And these are for those households with children under 14 Applications will not be accepted after November 4th. Watch your emails for updates and reminders regarding applications pickup date and time. Qualified families may be chosen for adoption once per lifetime. Each household not chosen for adoption will receive a Toy for Tots voucher, a Red Room basket, and a grocery gift card. The Salvation Army and Toys for Tots require a current photo ID for pickup. You can apply at www.saangeltree.org. Some of the required documents 
that you will need to upload will be a current government issued photo ID for anyone over 14 in the household, proof of address that was mailed in the last 30 days, proof of all income, and a birth certificate for children ages 14 and under. If you need any assistance upload documents or applications, you can contact Elkhart Salvation Army at 574-970-0088. Take care. Here is an urgent plea from the Humane Society of Elkhart County. They are saying, Our kettles and cages are full. It has been a year of increased stray animals coming into ESHSEC. Our staff does a fantastic job getting animals into rescue and adoptive homes. Unfortunately, we are running out of room now, and it's critical to get some animals adopted into foster homes to make room for animals coming into the shelter. We encourage community members to meet our animals and consider adopting and fostering animals. There is also a second part of a request. We have a pet food pantry program to provide pet food to Elkhart County community members in need. The demands for assistance have been crazy. We have had 622 requests for help since the beginning of the year, with 490 of those pets since June 1st. Keeping animals in their homes with their families will also help us reduce the number of animals being surrendered to Humane Society of Elkhart County. We have depleted our food supply for community assistance and need to restock. We are asking for donations of any brand's size of dry cat and dog food to help keep up with increased requests. Through Monday, October 31st, we are waiving adoption fees on all animals with a donation of dry cat food to our pet food pantry. If you prefer, we are lowering the adoption fee to $5 for, for all available adoption animals. Additional care donations can be sent through our website. Cat and dog food can be purchased through your favorite online supply and dropped off at our shelter. As always, we thank you. We thank everyone for the support. It takes a team to keep animals safe. For more information, you can contact them at 574-475-4732. You can also hit them email info at elkarthumanesociety.org. They have also on their website will have the wish do- donation and wish list info, as well as the foster and volunteer info. Take care and hope you are able to support the animals in need. Here is another powerful uplifting from Finding Joy, entitled Sometimes. Sometimes you don't need someone to pat you on the back. You instead need someone to look you in the eyes and tell you that they believe in you, that you need to pull up your bootstraps and fight. Sometimes you don't need someone to say, I'm praying for you. You instead need someone to show up at your front, your door with cleaning products in the hand and walk in and help you out or bring you dinner or hold your hand during the hard time things. Sometimes you don't need to hear that it's just a reason that you're in right now. It's a season that you're in right now. You instead need someone to love you where you are and to help you out of overwhelm and to believe in you when you doubt yourself. Sometimes you don't need a cliche answers or a smile and a wave. You instead need a friend. The friend who sticks her neck out for you, that puts herself on the line, that shows up no matter what. Sometimes doing the hard thing is the right thing. So with that, I believe in you. I believe that you are worth fighting for you. I believe that you have to stop believing the excuses and passes that allow you to stay stuck. I believe that in the midst of life and the crazy that you can find time for you. Why? Because you are worth it. Did you hear that? You are worth it. And maybe you don't hear that much in life, so let me be the one to tell you how much you matter and how much your fight matters in your heart. So pull up your bootstraps, look in the mirror, love you for you, and walk into the rest of your day with a brave room that's undeniable, Rachel. You can find more information about her and her blog at Finding Joy, and she has a Facebook page. Take care, and have a wonderful day. Life is like a mountain railroad With an angel near that's brief You must make the wrong successful From the cradle to the grave 
Watch the curves that fills the tunnel Never falter, never quit Keep your hand upon the throttle And your eye upon the ring This is Savior that will guide us Till we reach that blissful shore Where the angels wait to join us In thy praise forevermore As you roll across the trestle Spanning Jordan's swelling tide You behold the Union Depot Into which your train will glide There you'll meet the superintendent God the Father, God the Son With a heart of joyous plotted We repair and welcome home This is Savior that will guide us Till we reach that blissful shore Where the angels wait to join us In thy praise forevermore This train is bound for glory This train This train is bound for glory This train This train is bound for glory If you wanna ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory This train This train is a clean train This train This train is a clean train, this train Yeah, this train is a clean train Everybody riding in Jesus' name This train is a clean train, this train This train is a holy train, this train This train is a holy train, this train This train is a holy train If you wanna ride, you got to be the same This train is a holy train, this train This train is bound for glory, this train This train is bound for glory, this train Yeah, this train is bound for glory If you wanna ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory, this train This train is bound for glory, this train This train This train is bound for glory If you want to ride, you got to be holy This train is bound for glory This train I will stand for the red, white, 
Greetings, I'm Joel of Heart City Church. Let's spend five minutes with Jesus. In order to be happy and whole in Him, we must take serious Jesus' call in Matthew 11:28 to 30 when He says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We noted yesterday that twice Jesus calls us to rest, and twice he calls us to take his yoke, which is a call to work. Jesus balances work and rest, and he holds them both forth as gifts. So let me ask, how are you sleeping? Or maybe better, how much are you sleeping? Do you know that folks today sleep one to two hours less a day than 60 years ago, and two and a half less hours than a century ago? And doctors are saying the effects are significant and often devastating. Genesis 1 and 2 reveal men were not created to work and work and work. In the creation narrative, you hear this refrain in the first six days. God works and then there was evening and there was morning. And you know the very first thing in the Bible God blesses? Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. Genesis 2-3. Now, God doesn't need to rest because God doesn't get tired. Psalm 121-4 says God neither slumbers nor sleeps. So why does God take a day off and rest from his work? Because the very day before he made man in his image, man who is finite but called to work like God. God calls man to work in this very chapter using the same Hebrew word for God's working. God rested to show us that we as finite men needed to rest from our work. So he gave us a weekly pattern so we could thrive. It goes like this, work, rest, work, rest, work, rest, work, rest, work, rest, work, rest, rest, rest. And then we are recharged to do it again. But when men turned away from God in Genesis, our world quickly became an anxious rat race. That's how the very next book of the Bible starts, Exodus. The guy running things is Pharaoh, a man obsessed with building storehouses, saving more grain, increasing his wealth, convinced that all this work will make him happier and more secure. And Pharaoh saw people as producers and consumers and the Hebrews who were once his neighbors were made slaves. And every day on the Egyptian calendar for the Hebrew was a work day. Can you imagine 400 years with no vacation, no downtime? But God heard their cries and set them free, crushing Pharaoh. And God brings them out to Sinai where he gives them a gift, a brand new calendar. God said, Israel, you take off every seventh day to rest and spend it with me. As a pastor, I've heard folks groan as though it were a burden when I encourage them to stop and rest on Sunday. Do you think after 400 years of relentless work under Pharaoh's thumb that the Hebrews said, a day off? <sighs> what a horrible burden. Actually, we hear they did have trouble resting. They remained stuck in the rat race mentality, and the Old Testament became a history of Israel failing to enter that rest and God never slumbering until the Word became flesh and slept among us. The New Testament opens with God himself becoming human in Jesus Christ, and we might even say that no one ever slept like Jesus. In Mark 4, the disciples are in a boat in the middle of a violent storm, and they're crying out as it fills up with water. And Jesus is fast asleep in the boat. Jesus fully trusted God in the midst of the storms of life, and he knew he needed to rest because he was fully human. So why don't we? I remember I spent much of my life seeing it as a badge of honor to sleep just five hours a night and feel really good about all I could get done with the extra time. I now see I was not trusting God to cover the night shift. I was refusing to see that God made me a creature who should appreciate the gift of sleep, the daily joy of being still and knowing that God is God. Psalm 46.10 Psalm 127.3 says, 
It's useless to rise early and go to bed late and work your worried fingers to the bone. Don't you know he enjoys giving rest to those he loves? That is a verse I would encourage you to recite when you're having trouble sleeping. And try to discipline yourself by getting into a routine, cutting out screen time when it's late, and to recognize that Christians are called to have an eternal perspective, not one where our time is limited. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for entering into your rest so that we can rest in the gospel of it is finished. We confess that we struggle to cast our cares upon you, that we're too addicted to the things of this world that we struggle to stop. Grant that we will exercise our faith, step off the hamster wheel, and rehearse each night that you are sovereign. Amen. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking today at some extraordinary developments in the world of Indian politics. The Opposition Congress Party, long dominated by members of the Gandhi family, will soon elect a new leader, and for the first time in decades, the two candidates vying for the post are not related to Sonia Gandhi, the widow of slain Indian Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi. She has dominated the party since his killing. The choice of a new leader is critical ahead of India's next general election next year, and it pits former UN official Shashi Tharoor, who is 66, against Malikajun Kaj, an 80-year-old member of the country's upper house. FSN's Delhi correspondent Ishan Garg with more. One of the biggest things the new chief will have to do is to build a strong consensus among different opposition parties. Analysts say that the Indian National Congress is not at its strongest at the moment, and therefore they will have to enter into a a coalition with several regional parties as well. But whoever of the two is elected, they will face the mammoth task of competing against Prime Minister Narendra Modi, whose approval ratings have not dipped below 65% in the past two years. The Gandhis claim they are neutral, but it is widely believed that they oppose the candidacy of Shashi Tharoor. The leadership election is central to any chance Congress may have to form the next Indian government. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. A majority of pastors in the United States believe the current state of the economy is negatively impacting their churches. This is truth itself. The findings come from LifeWay research based on responses from 1,000 Protestant pastors. A small majority of pastors said they thought the economy was negatively impacting their church. 45% viewed the economy as somewhat negatively impacting their church, while 6% believed that it was very negatively affecting their church. LifeWay Research Executive Director Scott McConnell attributed the statistics to outside economic factors, including the expiration of the temporary assistance from the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act, and prices and interest rates rising. The CARES Act was one of several measures passed by Congress purportedly to help businesses stay afloat as the coronavirus pandemic led elected officials to force businesses to close for several months or longer. Many never recovered. McConnell added, the souring of pastor attitudes toward the economy is more about rising expenses than declining income. Declining year-over-year -year giving is a factor for almost a quarter of churches, but this is a similar rate to what churches have averaged for over a decade. Around 4 in 10 pastors responded that the volume of donations they received was on par with the amount given in 2021, while 32% said they received a higher amount of giving in 2022 and 23% had a lower level of giving. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says that we've been called to train 3,000 untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He said so far we have less than 1,000 still waiting for training this year. Pray that we reach this goal. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country. Mm -hmm. I close my eyes to this dream. Praying God's peace for me on this lease of life that he's given me. I remind myself you're in a better place, free from worry, pain, and no suffering. 
Looks like Earth lost an angel. I'll get to see you someday. Thinking about the days, remembering your gaze someday. We'll sing about the days of all the games we played someday. Walk in heaven's maze like we're on holiday someday. We'll look towards sunny days when we can laugh again someday. Oh, I'll get to look into your face. I used to watch how you live It's true love like Jesus did No strings attached like a perfect match mm-hmm. I hope I live like you Spreading joyfulness too Like a flame ignite burning through the night Heaven's promise to me I'll get to see you someday
Cause we know that we reign and heaven is for real And until my last breath I will sing your praise Because you are Yeshua, the one who rose from the dead Good afternoon, good evening, New Source One Michiana. This is Sylvia, your New Source One Michiana director, as well as Michiana 101 anchor and manager. Today, for our devotions or reflection time, we're going to look at radical hospitality. Yesterday at night church, which I attend, we looked at radical hospitality, what that looks like. How do you feel inviting strangers into your house who you don't know? You don't know these people. We looked. Sometimes we need to be aware of what could happen. How do we know that the people we meet are safe people? You don't know from day to day whether or not you're safe. How do we show hospitality to people who are not like us. Um, There's a lot of hatred in the world today. A lot of hatred. And that's hatred on race on race, nationality. It could be your, maybe you're discriminating against your own race. There is a stigma out there that says that the majority of people in jail and prison are African American. But that seems to be true. But that's not reality. If you've never been to a jail or prison, you can assume that 50% of the people in jail or prison are African American. There's a stigma that says if your parents are alcoholics or your parents are drug addicts or dealing drugs or that, you're going to be just like your parents. That's also not true. So there's stigma out there. How do we as individuals shape our lives to get in that mindset, that stigma that we all have? Sometimes it's going out of a comfort zone to let somebody in our lives who we do not know. Sometimes it's showing hospitality to people not like us and how they retaliate. One of the questions that was asked is, do radical people make good friends? Sometimes the people who have a narcissistic attitude it's all about them. They don't think highly of themselves. They're number one. They could care less about anyone else in the world. Could those type of people be a good friend? Another question was asked. If somebody was beating up your child, what's the first thing you're going to do? Your first inclination is you're going to try to intervene and pull that person, that, that adult or child, off of your kid. Another thing we looked at is... If there was an active violent situation going on, would you call? Should 911 be called? 
and the answer should be a yes. You would think that most people would call 911 if there was an active violent situation happening. But some people are scared to call 911. Should we look the other way if we are the victim of an active shooter and that person is free or should you forgive? There's a lot that went into this radical hospitality yesterday. We looked at gun violence and how it is difficult to be the person involved in that traumatic situation. Anytime you invite someone new into your life or into your house to stay, you do not know, you are stepping out of your comfort zone. You step out of your comfort zone for situations like this. And so there's times where we need to figure out, are we living the way that God wants us to live? Or do we need to practice hospitality? There has been too many wars going on. Too much gun violence going on these days. A lot of times, the person who is the victim may not, may have been at the wrong place at the wrong time. Sometimes, innocent people are getting hurt by people. You can look at radical hospitality in all sorts of ways. You can look at negative. You can look at positive. How do you show hospitality to people who have done you wrong? perfect example would be if you have somebody who is brown getting their life taken away quickly than someone who is a cream color. Now there's a lot that goes between brown and cream. We know that's brown, black and white. We know that can be brown and white. But the negotiation is all, if you come on and say all black people are this way, but all white people are this way, there have been circles on the news where the African American race has been discriminated against and are called out for most stuff they have done or getting a harsher punishment than those of a white race. And this has been going on for centuries. This has been going on for decades. We still have segregation and discrimination racism going on today. But we're blind to see it. You see it everywhere. You see certain people getting treated better than others. So as you look at radical hospitality and what that looks in your life, what can you do better? Do we sit back and just not do nothing? There comes a time where we have to have a comfort zone. In our comfort zone, it's not always the best. As you're listening into the rest of this podcast, the songs that's being played have a common theme in common. There is a lot of hatred going on in the world today that all of us aren't aware of, but we don't. We put our blinders on and we look the other side of the way. Kids and schools are going through the exact same thing, but they're, they're afraid to tell their parents or press an adult because what's going to happen. You cannot judge somebody based on the color of their skin or based on their lifestyle. You don't have to like everybody. No one says you gotta like everybody, but you should love them. Now, do you forgive your accuser if they've done you wrong? Do radical people make good friends? What would you do in the event that there's an active violent situation? Would you call the cops? Would you not? There are some deep questions that come out of radical hospitality. Radical hospitality is a difficult subject to talk about and to think about. This world is hurting and there's nothing we can do about it. This world is hurting and what we can do is that we can be a friend to step up and stand up for the negative that's happening in the world and be the positive influence. Take care and have a wonderful day. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures.